Hi, everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I am so happy that you're here and that you're listening. Welcome back from potentially some travels. We had Thanksgiving last week, along with two great episodes over here on HSDT. We had a guest episode on Tuesday, and then we had our Thanksgiving episode on Wednesday, which was really sweet and a lot of fun for me to do. We actually went back and highlighted our last 49 episodes. So if this is your first time listening, I want to extend a very special welcome to you. And I also want to encourage you to go and check out those episodes. We've been doing this for a year and a half. So I'm eager for you to hear today's episode with Inslee and then head over to iTunes and just scroll through. There might be some familiar names um, or maybe some new names, but definitely some industries and some insight that I think you will enjoy from past episodes. So Again, welcome you guys. Well, as I mentioned, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We celebrated in my home state of Texas with our family. And not only did we have a wedding to enjoy, my brother got married, but we also learned that we're expecting a nephew. My twin sister is pregnant, and so we are so excited. There's just so many incredible things happening in my life, both personally and professionally, like with the podcast and today's episode. Uh, Today's episode is one that I have been so eager to share with you all, and it feels like a really monumental moment for me as I welcome Inslee Ferris onto the show. You all are going to love this episode. But before we dive in, I wanted to extend a really special thank you to those of you who are now monthly supporters of the podcast. If you guys follow us on Instagram at How'd She Do That Podcast, you may have noticed over Thanksgiving, we actually were able to set up a monthly support option for listeners. And I think that's going to be an incredible way for us to grow. We really want HSDT to become a fully operating business and your support is not only appreciated, but it's really needed for us to grow. There's so many amazing things happening in the new year and I have high hopes for us to actually be able to rebrand, do some live speaking engagements, add to our merchandise, and so much more. So again, thank you. Thank you guys so much for your support. Those monthly contributions are huge. You can find all of the ways to support on our highlights and at the link in our bio. Well, today's episode, as I've mentioned, is one I have been thinking about since we recorded. There are so many incredible takeaways from Inslee's story that she shares, and I know you're going to enjoy hearing all about it. We talk about her leaving New York and how fulfilling her current season of life and this stage of life is in motherhood. And one of my favorite things that she said about this episode that I think is really true is this is not a conversation about a business growing. It's really a conversation about a life growing. And I think there's many times that we speak to entrepreneurs and women who have created incredible businesses like Inslee has. And we focus so much on the business side of things that the personal element is really kind of lacking. Well, that's not the case with today's episode. Inslee really opens up and shares so much. 
And I just want to add a little personal note here because Inslee actually listened to one of our episodes. I don't know how she found the podcast, but she shared the episode she was listening to. And it was one of those moments that I was like, oh my, is Inslee listening to the podcast? <laughs> so it just goes to show when you all share, I mean, it, it, it blows me away. And when Inslee did so, I probably I could have fallen on the floor just so excited and then to be able to welcome her today um you're gonna hear I am I I'm I'm obsessed okay and in this episode you're gonna hear that I I love what Inslee has created I love how she communicates her story today and I know that it's going to be an episode you're going to want to send to a friend you're going to need pen and paper I had pen and paper out get ready you guys this is a good one so without further ado here is Inslee Ferris on How'd She Do That? Today's guest, Inslee Ferris, is a mother, artist, and entrepreneur. Many of you may recognize Inslee as one of your favorite follows on Instagram, or perhaps you've seen her work at Anthropology and beyond. From a young age, it was clear Inslee had a true talent and passion for art. As a junior in high school, Inslee attended the School of the Art Institute of Chicago for a summer and then went on to further her education at Washington and Lee University. During her sophomore year, Inslee launched her business by selling stationary pieces featuring her fashion illustrations. Since then, Inslee has worked with prestigious brands, hosted watercolor classes from her studio in Soho, painted for Fashion Week, launched an annual holiday pop-up, expanded her portfolio with new pieces, and introduced her fine art figure studies, which can be found hanging in a certain royal's guest room. When Inslee isn't creating masterpieces, decorating the homes of royals, connecting with clients, or brainstorming upcoming prints, she is likely enjoying time with her husband, son, Jackson, and daughter, Bennett, at home in Raleigh, North Carolina. Inslee, welcome to How'd She Do That? Hi, Emily. Thank you very much. I love that intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could have gone on. I had to actually shorten it a bit because your, uh, gosh, just timeline in art and in your career has been quite impressive. And I am so excited to dive into it today. Well, and I'm just all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, we were talking a little bit before recording and I just have to have my fangirl moment publicly in front of my (laughs) listeners. You guys, I'm sitting here um, actually pinching myself because I've got an Inslee planner here next to me, which has been my Christmas present for the last three years from my mother-in-law. I have Inslee art. I mean, this is really monumental for me. So I just had to have a fangirl moment, okay? <laughs> well, likewise, when I found out that, that you had all those things, that was so cool for me. And, and you never really know, like, you never really know who's who's following along or, yes. or what's happening. So when you when I find out that somebody is you know, with my art and that it's part of their life. It, it never gets old. So oh. it was so the mutual appreciation society meeting that we had when we connected <laughs> was a, such a happy feeling. Oh so, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Really excited to be here. 
Uh, well, thank you again. And, and this is such a treat. And I think for those of you who are listening, I'm just thrilled because we get Inslee right now. We get to hear a little bit more about the behind the scenes because we know, we know you're an incredible artist, a wonderful mother and wife, but there's a lot of things that I think it's going to be fun to unpack. So perhaps let's get started. Maybe uh, let's hear from you. Perhaps tell us, I know I mentioned in the intro, but where did you go to school and, and perhaps tell us how you decided on it and, and even what you majored in? Well, certainly. Um, well, as you, you touched on, I grew up in Leesburg, Virginia. Um, I'm a Virginia girl through and through and um, stayed in Virginia for school. Um, I went to Lexington, Virginia, down in southwestern part of the state to Washington and Lee University. Um, which was a very quirky place. And, um, you know, there was a Dairy Queen and a Walmart and that was about, that was all that we needed. And, um, you know, given, especially given where my life took me post-grad to the big city, um, I'm so glad I had that experience of being at this very small liberal arts, um, very, like I said, very quirky place. And, um, it was a really good, good time to just bond with friends and, Mm drive around on backcountry roads <laughs> and all that. <laughs> and um, I majored in art history. They have a wonderful art history program at Washington and Lee, and I just adored it. Mm. Um, I felt like I was getting a theology degree and a history degree and a literature degree and an art degree all rolled into one. It's such a fascinating oh. area of study. And I also majored, double majored, um, art history and then also studio art, which was different. I think there was eight of us in the, the program my senior year. So it was very intimate and um, it was fun. I don't think I can really credit it though with my where I've gone in my career, which <laughs> I think is so often the case with people's majors. But um, yes. but it was sort of a no-brainer. You know, I love art. I was going to major in it, even no matter where <laughs> I went to school. So so I did. Um, but a lot of the, the art and the business of art learning came later, I would oh. have to say. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so impressive to hear the different things you were stepping into, but tell us this because I I don't know the answer and I'd love to, where does this original love and passion for art, even before college, and even as I mentioned in high school, you know, you're, you're thinking about it. Where does that original love come from? And it's so interesting. And I think I even have to go farther back than high school. Um, and, you know, now as a parent, I, mm. I see my sweet little boy, I have a four-year-old son, and he is just not interested at <laughs> all in art. And that's fine. And, you know, I'm trying to lead him to a little bit, but not too much. But it makes me realize that from, from that age, even younger, really mm. young, it was just, that was how I expressed myself. And it's always been so intrinsically woven into who I am. Mm. Um it just, I can't almost, I almost can't explain it because it's just like how I communicate, you know, like I talk, I listen, I read, I write, I draw. It's sort of just like built in the way other people, (laughs) I sort of take it for granted. Um, But yeah, I think in high school is when my art teacher, you know, noticed that obviously that it was something that I excelled at and that I loved and Mm -hmm. um, talked to my parents into taking me to Chicago for the summer. We spent a few weeks up there and I did this class, very classical training on fashion illustration. Um, Back, you know, this is in the, what year was this? The early 2000s. And 
I, I'm such a dinosaur, but this is really before, <laughs> before a lot of the stuff that we take for granted today. And there yeah. was this classical craft before even fashion photography. I mean, going back to like turn of the set, you know, like yeah. the roaring twenties, how fashion was sold was through artists' renderings. And it's a fascinating, beautiful, real art form. And so that is, I was trained in this. I sort of took this crash course and became obsessed with it. And that is where I sort of cut my teeth as a professional was on this, this theme of fashion illustration. And it, yeah, it started in high school. Wow. And you were, I mean, I, I think about fashion illustration now and I think of, well, actually when I think of that saying, I actually think of you, I was going to yeah, say, I, think I, know. Of, I was sort of in the right place at the right yes. time where the world sort of fell in love with this again. Um, in the early, you know, like 2010s. So yes. It was really a moment. And I was in the right place at the right time. For sure. oh, oh my goodness. Well, and I was about to kind of step away from, from college, but tell me this, because I mentioned again in the intro, this is, there's an element that during your sophomore year, you're actually starting to sell these illustrations. Is that right? You know, it's so, it's funny when I, I was thinking about like, how will I explain this to Emily? <laughs> <laughs> I have such sort of a foggy memory of what my headspace was like yeah. when I started this. I wish I, I wish I had like a really clear answer, <laughs> but I think, you know, I, I just remember myself as just being a hot mess in college, but <laughs> I must've known what I was doing more than I give myself credit for. I think yeah. fundamentally I wanted to get my art into more hands. Mm. And I think that came from a place even, you know, as a young, young woman um, of wanting to do good work and to spread happiness and, mm. and just wanting to stake my claim and, you know, stand up and announce who I am and what I can do. And mm. I was, it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year of college. Um, a lot of my friends had internships that I did not get. And <laughs> I think I was like feeling like, well, I can, I can do something. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so, um, yeah, bef my, my career really did start before I left college, wow. um, sort of, I didn't realize it at the time, but in, in hindsight, you know, I, I, I started a business, um, uh -huh. <laughs> and it, you know, what it looked like at the time was this was like 2007, 2006. Yeah. Um, my dad helped me make this sweet little website and uh -huh. my mom helped me make stationery, you know, uh -huh. make greeting cards with my art on it. And uh, this was not like a thing that, you know, this was sort of a weird move at the time. It didn't take off like gangbusters. Um, but I, you know, if you really want to look at what I had done, I had started a business. Um, yeah. But, you know, I went back to school that fall and I was just over it and like, let's focus on rush and <laughs> study abroad and all, you know, the stuff that really matters. <laughs> and I just, I was an idiot. I didn't realize, you know, that what I'd done until um, senior year when, lo and behold, you know, things sometimes just happen and fall into my lap. And I got a little bit of press for oh, this wow. stationery, a, like a, um, a tabloid, like an Us Weekly type publication. Oh, my God. magazine or something. A People Style Watch, I think is what it was called. Oh, my God. Um, did like an editorial roundup of gifts and they included my stationery. And, you know, of course I wasn't prepared <laughs> at all to meet rising demand or strike 
call the irons hot or any of that. Right. Um, but, but yeah, so I, that sort of put me on the map and, um, I was so stunned by that. So I just was like, oh, I guess I, I guess I do have a business. Like this is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I wish I could be like, yes. Like I had like a plan to be at a certain place by the time I was 25. So I knew I needed to start when I was 20. And, but, but no. <laughs> well, but that's, I think that's the, the way that the most kind of serendipitous businesses yeah. begin. Yeah. And, and two, to know, and you guys, those of you who are listening, you're likely familiar with Inslee's work, to know what you've done now and to know that that was the beginning. I love that girl. I love that young <laughs> Inslee just being like, yeah. well, my friends have internships. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go I for it. do something. Yes, yeah. I love it. I, and you, just, I wanted to, you know, put something into the world. Yes. Um, Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. And who doesn't? And, and it just, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. And to think, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting way ahead of myself, but, but to think that that was the original amongst other things, I'm sure that was the original hope behind your art to put something beautiful into the world. Whoa. And boy, have you. So let's keep going. Cause this is amazing. So you're kind of stepping into that post-grad season of life, right? What did you decide to do upon graduation? Well, I don't know if I would say I decided to do anything so much as I was just sort of floating around. I, yeah. I found grad unsettling. Mm. I know so many people do, mm-hmm. which is part of why I love this podcast and I love what you're doing because mm. I wish I'd had this mm. when I was, you know, a hundred years ago. Um, <laughs> and of course at the time, you know, I graduated in 2008 and I heartily mm. blamed the financial crisis. Yes. For the reason I didn't have a job, but you know, truthfully, I think kind of like what we've been talking about. Um, I think deep down there was something more that I was called to do or wanted to do. And I just didn't see a blueprint of that out there anywhere, you know, like, um, at the time, it's kind of sad, but yeah, you know, I'm glad the world is, is evolving and changing. But at the time, there was sort of a couple, a handful of things that a woman who likes art was yeah. sort of directed toward doing, um, coming out of a small liberal arts environment, um, you know, like work at a gallery or mm, yeah. work at a gallery. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I didn't get that job. And so, you know, there wasn't, I think that I don't know. I don't want to like throw my university under the bus. It's no No, one's job to like pull your career out of a sorting hat. Um, but I, but it took me a while to take ownership and, you know, figure this out because there really wasn't what I, what I do, this life I've created sort of no one else does it, you know? I don't know. So, so post-grad was, was confusing for sure. And I just, I watched all my friends like get up in the morning and put on cardigans and oh, yes. I was kind of a little jealous, yes. <laughs> which is crazy. You know, like I'm so, I'm grateful for how it's all evolved, but mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm sure there are young people today that feel this way, but certainly yeah. in 2008, mm-hmm. I felt really confused and lost that I wasn't joining the workforce. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had some internships after graduation, but I, I've never been hired by anyone <laughs> to work for a company. I've never had a successful interview. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so I've just, I've, this has been me. This has just been me trying to make it um, since day one of being a person in the world. <laughs> um, I've never had to 
navigate that path of leaving full time to go out on my own because I never went full time. Wow. Um, I it's it's strange. It's a really strange path. I don't know many people that have done this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but too it, it's just it's beyond impressive because as we know you have partnered with uh, so many different kind of corporate entities and massive brands. I mean, very prestigious. So to know that this has been you jumping in and finding where you might be able to fit your art in those beginning stages, uh, it, it's so impressive. It's really yeah, cool it's, to put that together. Tricky. And you know, that is a good point that I, I did. I learned the hard way, you know, how to navigate jargon and professional email. Yes decorum and nuances and all that, you know, like yes. there was an episode where you talked to my friend, um, Julia Amory. Yes. And she talked about how, you know, like what she's doing now is so different than her initial career in the finance world, but how she was so grateful for that, yep. that foundation of like how to be a business person. Yep. Um, and I, I kind of, I, I hear her on that, you know, there is something to be said for for learning the building blocks. Um, I kind of wish I'd had a little bit more of that, but I figured it out as I went along. Yes. Uh, yes. Sometimes the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the hard way. Oh my gosh. Well, well, this is so interesting. I'm so excited to hear. So post-grad season, you're looking around and like you mentioned, and thank you for sharing, because I think that there is sometimes people gloss over that post-grad season of whiplash almost. Like yeah, what yeah. the heck just happened to me? I had four years of my life planned. And now you're telling me the rest of my life, I don't know anything that's coming my way. Like there's no more junior year, senior year, you know, what's next. So, so when was it that you kind of began to find your footing? What, what was it that you kind of looked up and thought, okay, well, I'm not going to, you know, work for a big company, but I think I can make some kind of money here. What did that look like? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think, you know, there was a, there were a few years there where, like I said, I was a little bit lost. Um, and, but the path sort of kept finding me. Mm. I don't know. It was interesting. Life has it. The older I get, I realized that life has this sort of mysterious way of, of falling into place um, or not falling into place. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The older I get, I believe more in uh, believing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I think I just, I started having some subtraction, some energy around my art started to build at the same time as social media starting to really take off uh. and blogging. And I mean, I'm really dating myself, but um, <laughs> like Tumblr and uh, WordPress yes. and all these things were happening. And I had this website um, that I started in college and we added the blog elements onto the piggyback onto the website. And I started, you know, putting a little bit of content there and posting new illustrations and selling these prints of the illustrations. And um, I started selling a yearly calendar, which is still to this day, like my big product that I I spent each year really takes a full year to get it to market. (laughs) Um, and, And so all these things sort of started growing and I, I don't know if it would have honestly the way that it has without the fact that this was like the year that the iPhone and Instagram and Twitter, and it just all happened right at this moment when I was getting my act together. Yeah. And, you know, there was no one else with the handle Inslee. So I'm Inslee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have this sort of 
um, the presence with this little community that has been so wonderful and so receptive to me. And I think, I mean, a lot of that is I, I do, you know, I'm, I, I think I put out a good product, but, <laughs> yes. but I think a lot of it really is timing. Um, mm. And so, yeah, so that was all happening. And, and I started to see that, you know, that was sending so many more eyes my way and um, that was energizing. So I started making more work and, um, and lo and behold, little by little, it started to turn into a, you know, a real thing. And, uh, and I, at th- th- this point I'd finished college down in Lexington and I'd moved up to Washington, DC. I was, you know, 30 minutes away uh, from my parents. It was sort of like adulthood light. Um, <laughs> I was, my, I mean, my rent was like pennies, but I still needed help paying it. And it was just, I was not a real person, but all of a sudden this, this energy started building and, um, I decided to move to New York City, and that's when I really, you know, that was the first time I'd been out of Virginia, really, here in DC, and it was just life changing. Um, uh, and that's that's really when it became a business, I would say, for real. I love I love hearing these details because I think it is, and even the touchdown of like, oh, you touched down in DC, and then there was a moment of like, okay, I'm headed, I've got to head to New York. Was that? Yeah. Was that location-wise, were you seeing artists in New York that you loved? Or was it just the energy of New York? Were there friends in New York? What pulled you there? All of the above. I just, I put all the eggs in my New York basket. I just (laughs) like, this is is what it's going to take for me to do this, you know, to, to pay my own way and to... I have to leave, you know, I have to go to this, the scariest, most expensive place <laughs> in the country and do it. <laughs> um, and I did it. And I'm so proud that I, I loved, loved New York. Yes. Um, and I think while I was there and when I was wanting to be there and there was a period of time when we were getting ready to leave there that for a good while, I really was like, I just don't know if I can if art can exist without me being in New York right um, now I see so silly but um uh, you know when you're on that island you do get that mentality oh yeah um, and it really and I did you know I I credit that season of my life with so much of my um you know creativity and joy and success so oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just so fun to think about because I know too, there's some personal elements happening at play with, with your life and business at this season of life. But it's so fun to think of Inslee running around New York, collaborating. And, and, and there's been, it seems so much amazing overlap. And I, I wrote down something you said, because I love this and it's such an encouragement to me. And I agree and you guys can rewind and, and check this out because Inslee just said the path kind of found you or or the path kind of came together in front of you, or perhaps it, it crumbled before you, you know, different <laughs> options and different routes along yeah. the way. But I find that to be true in life. When you step out as you have done and you recognize what you're passionate about and dare I say, really, really good at, and you move forward with it, things are going to come together. And I think that's the, the how the season of life was in New York. I mean, tell us about the growth of the business at that point. I know at, at one point you were hosting watercolor classes, you, you painted for Fashion Week. I mean, how did these different things begin to line up for you? Well, let me just say, <laughs> I did not have children. <laughs> that was the critical element. <laughs> I am now realizing the... <laughs> 14 hour workday it does not exist yes. for the mother <laughs> uh, it does just uh, in a very very different way um, yes. yeah I was 
God, I could, I could really do some work back in my heyday. Um, and just, and the, just everyone in New York, you know, work, work, work. It's yes. Just, work is life. So I, you know, my husband at the time, before, even before we were married, um, my fiance and boyfriend, we've, yes. we've been together through this whole journey, which also made it possible. But yes. He was able to move to New York when I was, and we did it together. And that gave, I think, gave, gave us both the energy to do it, um, yeah. the confidence. But he worked, you know, long hours. So I worked long hours and, you know, I would, I mean, I treated in these years when I was in my twenties in New York city, I treated the business of being an artist, like really like a business. I, I sat at my desk and, you know, I, like people would come to my studio and be like, Oh, we thought there'd be canvases and paint everywhere. And it was like very clean and organized and like looked like an office. And I just, <laughs> I, I missed out on that in my early twenties. You know, I didn't get that chance to yeah. have the corporate admin. I just wanted a phone that I could answer and yes. a spreadsheet. I never had that. So I sort of made it for myself and I got very businessy and I, you know, I just loved, loved it. And I loved seeing, you know, the more I put in, the more I got out. And um, it was a very collaborative time. I had a shared workspace with some friends and one was a, wonderful furniture designer and one was a jewelry designer oh. and then we had a few others who came through um pr friends and just different all different small independent creative women-run businesses that came through this sort of collective that we mm. had this studio and it was just such a cool thing where we became each other's co-workers and each other's mm. work wives if you will yes. oh, i'm so glad i had that time i don't i wouldn't call it my most creative Hmm. period. Mm -hmm. Um, when I look at the work that I was making in my mid twenties, it was, I sort of got into a rut a little bit where I was, I was so focused on taking on commission work. It really paid the bills. Um, so, you know, people would ask me to paint their dog or to paint their baby or to paint their daughter who was having her debut or her graduation or, you know, it was, it was all commission based. And so I was just banging that out and it was just a, you know, a little business. Um, there was nothing wrong with that, but it was not like a, a vast season of creativity for me. Mm. Um, it was much more about, I don't know, like just the checking off to-do lists and growing. And I guess that's, I guess I shouldn't, belittle that. I guess it, it was an important chapter. Yeah. Um, but that's what that was about for me. Well, and two, I'm so impressed because I'm kind of putting myself, uh, attempting to, to my most creative part of my brain. And I find it really interesting that you did want to hone in on that business side. And I think yeah. that speaks to you as a businesswoman. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not all like crazy out there artist. I do have a type A <laughs> personality i'm very organized yeah <laughs> but logical, you know, important if you're going to run a business you know you can't absolutely. just be an artist yes, <laughs> you want to yeah, really do yes absolutely yeah. people can't come into your office space and your hair's all crazy and you your turnaround from your you know canvas you kind of think you're like oh hello didn't know you were here yet or yeah, something like that if you had like a really great infrastructure around you but i was doing everything yes see. you know from the book balancing down to the order packing oh. yeah, I was, I was yes so. oh my gosh yes Yes. And even as you mentioned, um, yeah, packaging things, I actually remember following you. And I remember when, when that was what you were up to. And that was like a key part of your role because the photos of the amount of inventory you were putting out, I was like, I'm like, 
this well your whole apartment was covered right yeah oh inventory is it is, is it always will be <laughs> a true disaster for oh me. <laughs> well tell us this because i know that this this stint and this season of your work um and i love too what you just shared of of getting these commission pieces out and really just cranking them out paying the bills uh almost paying your dues in in the art world in in some ways perhaps yeah that, yeah that, that you were able to to hone in on these different uh, projects that came in. But tell us about maybe a season of, of growth in New York that, that perhaps you felt like, okay, I think my business is, is growing and, and maybe headed in an upward trajectory. Yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. I feel like there are, there's sort of, cha- there are different chapters to this, where there were that, that initial, um, just first getting to New York yeah. moment, um, those early moments where I was realizing the power of the internet and yes. social media and, um, you know, like the first time, like a, at the time, like a famous blogger, um, oh. posted my art and like turning my phone on and seeing all the jump in new customers <laughs> and being like, okay, like this could exponentially increase <laughs> yeah. or, like I remember, like the the first night I um was or the first day I was in New York City. It was I got to New York City on the Fourth of July by bus. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> and I was just sitting in my empty apartment, like I can't believe I left Virginia. <laughs> and Kate Spade, like the verified <gasps> Kate Spade account, like t- retweeted me and was like, "Welcome to New York." <gasps> and I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm really connecting here. You know, like, oh my what I'm what I'm doing is striking a chord and the skill that I have has the ability to open some doors. And, um, another, another one was, um, and this is all just, you know, like the fledgling, the beginning of, of social sharing and social media for businesses. And, um, and another one, um, sort of the same in this, this moment of like social media really becoming what it is in the, the twilight moments of it. I don't know if you would remember this or if any of the listeners would, um, but I, in my opinion, like the the key founder of fashion industry social media was Oscar PR Girl. Yes. Erica Bierman, who worked in the PR. She headed the PR team for Oscar de la Renta. And she loved my art, which was the coolest, oh. um, invited me to come to the Oscar offices and meet her and offered me an internship. And I interned under her and the PR department for a little while when I was newly appointed member of New York world. Oh um, my God. And yeah, that was just like one of these things where, you know, like without this, this Instagram business, like, you know, that would have never happened. Yes. (laughs) Um, and just sort of a cool, a cool thing. It was not the right fit. I, it was awful. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible, but I was, it was just so scary. I couldn't handle it. I could not cut it. <laughs> fashion industry, but it was really, you know, cool to, to be in the presence of Oscar while he was living in his heyday in that wow. world and, and see that. And that was so inspiring and um, energizing. And, and it sort of, I wouldn't say it was like a failure. It was sort of a failure. It wasn't a good fit. Um, (laughs) It it really clarified for me that I don't want to work in PR. I don't want to work in a fashion house. Yeah. Um, I like drawing and painting fashion, but I don't want to sell fashion. Um, 
so that was, you know, it pushed me further. It fueled me toward, you know, putting all of my money on this little business I was building. And really that, that stint at Oscar was, that was the last stop on my, do I want a job tour? Wow. (laughs) Or I really got it. Like, okay. Um, I, I've got to, I have to focus and this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, and so once I'd sort of gone through all these, these sort of, these brushes with the fame and the energy in New York, um, you know, that I was able to really focus in on growing myself as a brand. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, it's really interesting and really fun to hear. And I love what you just shared about that was kind of the last stop and attempt of not being your own boss as well. That to think, okay, this is this is something that I love, but no, I don't need to sell fashion. I'm an artist, and and perhaps yeah, that's yeah. that's when you're able to really hone in and say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm stepping into. Well, tell us because I know there's so many different things that you ended up jumping into while in New York. What project is there? A project that comes to mind that perhaps you mentioned? You know, you're doing commissions and and really looking to be paid and and make it work in New York, is there a project or a collaboration that may come to mind during the season or or later on that reinvigorated kind of your creative endeavors apart from commissioning? That's a great question. Let me think about how to answer it. Um, It's a complicated answer. Okay. Let me see if I can get this right. Yeah. So yes, (laughs) I had, I had been a fashion illustrator was what I would call myself for the first chunk of my career. And I sort of parlayed that into, you know, I loved fashion illustration, but the thing that was paying the bills was um, illustrating people just in their daily successes or whatever they, you know, whatever they wanted commissioned. Um, And I did start to get a little burned out by that. And I would have to say, and the fact, your question, the fact that you asked me this question is like light bulb. This is the first time I'm making the connection and realizing, realizing this. So thank you. Okay. Let me drop the knowledge. Yes. So I've just, I've just made the connection that the, the thing that I did to help as an antidote to this, to sort of offset the structure and this rigorous little business I was so focused on, yeah. I started creating the figure studies um, ah. that I'm still creating today that are very loose and organic. And I thought at the time that they were, when I look back at my first figure studies, they were actually quite long and thin and fashiony and I've, <laughs> I've gotten better and better at making them very naturalistic and um you know embracing how beautiful like the, the natural body the not idealized body is. yeah um and I think that's so much more interesting now um and so that was I think I think I was I was hitting a wall of um I was getting just burned out on, you know, all I did was draw these like tall, thin white women and and it was, it was hot for a minute there, but um, I think you have certainly, everyone has seen Mm -hmm. the world do a real um, checking of that. And, um, and I think I fundamentally sensed that that I just, I was burned out on it. I didn't do it for me anymore. And I wanted to, um, you know, explore art from a different angle. Um, mm. And so, yeah, so the, the figure studies, I think were kind of my way out. Wow. And gradually over the next few years, I got just sort of slowly farther and farther away from the fashion figure and from fashion illustration. And 
um, into painting a whole different host of things. And um, it's all so interwoven. It's hard for me to give you a clear answer. But um, I, I think, you know, I started, I got engaged and I was planning my wedding, mm-hmm. and which is so often the answer. I feel like when people have a pivot on yes. their career trajectory um, that, you know, I wanted flowers on my wedding invitation. So I painted flowers on my wedding invitation and then everybody else wanted flowers on their wedding invitation. And <laughs> lo and behold, now I paint like the nude female figure and flowers. So, <laughs> there you have it. I'm there. I am. It's changed. It's completely changed. <laughs> Does that um, answer the question? <laughs> absolutely. Well, and it, it, it's interesting because I think, and this again, I think speaks to you as an artist because, oh, wow, this is actually crazy. Earlier I mentioned, and those of you who are listening, I think you're going to agree with me. When I think of fashion illustrations, I think of you. Now, uh-huh. hold on a second though. I when, haven't done one in years. <laughs> exactly. But when yeah. I think of when I think of what you just shared, art figure studies, I think of you. Oh. <laughs> okay. So it's amazing to me that it, equally, by the way, one of those isn't higher than the other. To me, one thing, and here's, I just have a, have, okay, give me a fangirl moment again. The <laughs> fact that you're an artist that I can think of, the, and by the way, when I think of a nature artist, I mean, you're going to be able to fill in the dot. I think of you. <laughs> when I think of flowers, I think of you. It is so, true. I do think I get that, that feedback a lot, that my hand is yes. in whatever I'm creating. Yes. Like your studies down to... I mean, whatever, you know, there is, there's a distinct, um, style. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so to think of all of the different entities and, and we're only going to be able to kind of touch the surface. I'm thinking, okay, we need a, a part two of this cause this is amazing, <laughs> but, but no, but to think of, to think of all of the different entities that you've stepped into and now to clearly be able to see just like you said, the different areas that you were, you, you're like, okay, I'm kind of bored with this. How can I reinvigorate my love for art, for the yeah. art figure studies to come into play all of the different collaborations through the fashion illustrations early on, but then gosh, stepping into where you are now. And I know even stepping into motherhood. Um, and I, I didn't send you this question, but, but I'm going to go for it. How yeah. do you think motherhood has, has played into, this is a very large question, so you can take it quite literally if you want to, but has, has played into what you prefer to to paint and draw? Well, it's, you know, same, same, same. Just um, when I was in the, the wedding season of my life, ah, that yes. really instructed what I was inspired by. And now that these little people are, are, you know, on the scene, mm. that is totally changing my perspective again. And um, I mean, this, certainly, yes, there could be a whole other podcast just talking about <laughs> my kids because they're my favorite thing to talk about. It's so ridiculous. But, um, but no, yeah, it is true. I, you know, you realize like, okay, like people need, they want artwork in their nursery. They want, you know, oh. um, a, this sweet little project I've been doing this year where I've um, been selling a few spots each month or so where I just paint children's names on oh. a small piece of paper yes. and then little, little sort of flowers or whatever, whatever the parent wants around the name, mm. call it a nameplate. And um oh. You know, almost like what would be in a book if you opened a book and like this book belongs to and the child's name. Yeah. Um, just like a little memento that could be hung in the nursery. Um, and, and that there's so that is so much fun for me to do that. Um, oh. I would have never thought of that 
you know, five, 10 years ago. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting how the, my, my work and life is so interwoven. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like at the, by this point, you are probably picking up on the fact that <laughs> this episode is not an episode about like a great business idea that sparked and exploded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, it's really mine is the story of a life growing, not a business growing. Yeah. But I think that's, I think that's what I want to hear about because <laughs> it ties in with my life. Like, I think that's the thing that, that people, and it's going to be fun for, for all of you who are listening to hear just, just even these little details of, of, of how it was that things came together. And, and for, for us, I mean, you've done so many, as we mentioned in the intro, you've done so many different things throughout your career. But what I'm amazed by is how you have kind of almost dominated different parts of art that, that I know because of you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That's really what I'm getting from, from your career is, wow. Yeah. You know, someone like me, who's not, I don't know anything about art. I've, I've had a few artists on, I'm asking, okay, what's that wheel that you use with clay? And what is that called again? So, but for you to have reached me, and so many other women. It, it, I, I'm blown away. I mean, I, I just think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. I, I think you're right. And I think it comes from sort of a friendly trustworthiness that yes. I try to project with my social media presence and my business just in general. Just there's a, a friendliness and a gentle womanliness. Yes. And, um, and, and yeah, like there's a connective thread artistically um, that I think that if it's something that I'm focused on and experiencing in my life, other people are too. Oh my God. Share in that way from that place. Yes. Well, and that I think is, is how people connect with you and connect with your art. Now I'm kind of putting together the pieces because as I mentioned in your intro, so many different entities, so many different incredible things that you've done, but I'd love to know from you, what would you share has been a real wow moment for you? Well, I feel like we've talked about so many little, little wows yes. that, um, that I've gone through different seasons of my life, but oh, this is so sappy, but <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I feel like right now where I am this time of um, I've come through all these stages to, you know, where I am in this moment. I know there's no guarantee, you know, who knows what's coming next, but I feel like where I'm headed feels like a wow moment. Um mm. I'm loving this time of just the exhausting, just craziness of parenting and the community that we've, I don't know if this became clear at any point in our conversation, but I, I lived in New York for many years, but we, in the last couple of years, relocated down to Raleigh, North Carolina yeah, and put down roots and it's totally different. My life is so different now. And um, just this community that I'm settling into and, um, what weaving that together with the work that I'm currently creating and the inspiration that I'm finding all around me. And, mm. and as a result, I think the brands that I'm seeing that are lining up to work with me, I'm just, I'm really experiencing a very, I don't know, an authentic organic sort of season here that mm. I really am enjoying what I'm doing right now. So that's a wow to, you know, mm. I feel like I'm in the right place. Well, and for you to share that, uh, 
All of this just speaks so much to you. It's really cool because for those of you, again, those of you who are listening, you know Inslee, you know the incredible wow moments we may perceive as the wow moments for her. But for you to say, you know what? No, actually being in Raleigh, doing what I'm doing now, being a mother, all of those things. It's very fulfilling. Yeah. yeah. Interesting how what I thought, you know, I thought it had to be New York and it had to be the fashion world and, you know. Wow. Interesting. Uh, Well, life is surprising. Life is surprising. (laughs) And I think you just smacked me in between the eyes with that. (laughs) That, What I thought, yeah. Okay, guys, a pause and rewind moment. We have them often here. That's Mm -hmm. one of them. What what is it that you're holding on to that you think this is it? And maybe you've got white knuckles, by the way, on it. I remember my season in New York. I white knuckled New York until, you know, basically I was dragged home to Texas. Um, So interesting. Have a moment. I'll do that to you. (laughs) It will. Have a moment, you guys. Think about that. I love that what Inslee just shared, such great wisdom and insight. And, you know, yeah, I thought it, I thought it would be New York. I thought it might be fashion. And yet look at the fulfillment that, that she's found with, with a family and, and in Raleigh and, and, and whatnot. So. And on the business mm-hmm. side of that, you know, it's very interesting and I don't, I can't really put my finger on it. I think a couple more years from now, I'll be able to look at this and really understand it. Yeah. But in the last two years, having left New York, I hate to say, I don't know if it was the pandemic as yeah. a catalyst for this, but my business has grown exponentially in the last wow. two years. Um, I count myself very, very lucky because I know that so many people yeah. have not had that experience going <laughs> through this insane time. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I not only do I feel so centered, you know, personally, I feel like the, if the proof is in the pudding, you know, the business is thriving. Yeah. Um, just so cool. And, you know, that energizes me to, to grow more and to, to be braver and take risks and try new things, partner with new brands, oh. learning, learning, learning. So. Yes. It, 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 oh, it's such, it's so exciting because I feel I, I, now that I'm unpacking it and you guys, I, I can't wait, but you know, you can listen to this episode years from now. So who knows when you're listening, but gosh, to think about where you've been and where you're headed and for it to still be an upward trajectory speaks to your talent, speaks to what you're doing, <laughs> speaks to your pieces. I mean, it's incredible. And and two, I have to ask, because this is one of my listeners' favorite questions, and I've been so eager to hear your thoughts. Could, could you perhaps share the, what is maybe the greatest lesson that you have learned? Oh, um, I think, I think I've used this word 46 times, but authenticity, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, being true to myself and being true to my audience. You know, if something feels icky just mm. don't don't ever cheat yeah <laughs> if you ever feel like you know anything from like a partnership that's unbalanced to mm. cutting corners quality or yeah even like if you don't feel like an idea if you can't really really pinpoint the provenance of the originality of an idea just walk away from it like yeah uh those are the things that will keep you up at night like just authenticity is everything Oh, that's such a good one. I have not had 
I've not had that takeaway yet. And I okay. love it. Yeah. that That's a really good one to be able to say, is this authentic to me? And by the way, you guys, I think that's what connects us. We talked about that earlier a little bit, yeah. but that's what connects us to you. That's why we love you. That's why we love yeah, seeing what yeah. Bennett and Jackson are doing. It's just like one big happy family. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Love the DMs. Love all of yes. <laughs> It is. It's that authenticity piece. So, oh my gosh, you guys, there's so many just pause, rewind and, and, and listen again, because my notes over here are are a little crazy because I'm just loving everything you're sharing. And and two, what are you learning now? Well, I'm still, I feel like I'm just still always learning the same things, you know, how to value my art, which is a moving target, um, wow. which is good. <laughs> I'm glad it's a moving target. Uh, how to value my time, how to negotiate well, um, how to say no. <laughs> That's all the stuff that I've been learning for 15 years, but uh, the, the, my ability to make decisions, you know, the way that I do now is entirely different than it was then. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like I have, uh, I can take a lot more creative freedom with uh, the way I handle all those things. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm learning that. And you know what else I'm learning? I'm learning. And I feel like I'm just realizing this while we're talking. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm so grateful that you've had me, you know, rewind here and think back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm learning to appreciate what I've done with my life so far. Wow. You know, so that I can keep going forward in the same way. Um, I don't know. I'm over the here. The magic here is, is time. So. Wow. Wow. I'm over here. I, I just <laughs> got, as you were saying that, I just got chills because, <laughs> be, because it, it will, from an outsider's perspective, looking in and being able to chat with you today, and you guys, I'm not kidding about this. This is like a huge moment for me to be talking to Inslee. I just, if you had told me, you know, a few years ago, as I had your planner and I'm walking around with it and taking it to coffee shops in Malibu and checking things off my list and, you know, loving your girls and, and, and loving your art and then having the opportunity to, to speak with you today and for you to be able to say, you know, while I'm taking a moment to pause and think about what it is I've done. And again, you guys, this could have been a five hour conversation. Honestly, I wish it had been like, I'm like, we've got, (laughs) wait, what? You don't have all day, but it might wake up at some point, but it's like, you know, to, to hear you be able to say, you know, yeah, I'm going to take a second and recognize what I've done because whoa. And two, to go back and think of young Inslee in 2008, wondering what the heck she's going to do and to see how you've persevered and to see how you did the commission pieces you needed to do, but then how you went in to do passionate projects that, that resonated with people. And I'm talking some really insane people have (laughs) found your art and have loved it. Um, Yeah. I think you should take a second. I hope today you just I hope even after this recording, you take a moment because it's beyond impressive, Inslee. And and uh, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm obsessed with everything you've done. And so for you to be able to say, you know what? I'm taking a moment to say, yeah, I've done a few things. <laughs> I know. I'm, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And then I stop and like, look at all this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And well, and such an encouragement for those of you who are listening, you know, take, take, Take a moment to look up and look around, assess, give yourself credit. Because um, sometimes I do. I think the years pass by and, and we're, we're head down and you look up and you're like, hold on a second. I am 
I've done, I've done some stuff. And um, I think that's, I think that's really sweet that that's that, that's what you would think of today. Well, uh, speaking of, I mean, you always have things coming up, different collaborations, different projects launching, and we can't wait for every single drop. So do tell us what's next for you? Yes. Um, well, we just had a very exciting, very exciting drop of the Lake Pajamas collaboration. Yes. Um, and um, another another round of anthropology goodies are coming. Oh my gosh. Our way. So I can't wait to start sharing that soon. And I have a couple more up my sleeve. Um, and it it's really a sign of what's to come, I feel like, for my business this, mm. this 2022 on the horizon is partnerships. Um, wow. It's really interesting how, you know, you hit the, this sort of tipping point where all of a sudden everybody's lining up to work together and it's, oh. it's awesome. So I have some really fun collaborations oh. planned. Um, and, you know, it's like I said, I'm learning to neg- negotiate and navigate these sort of the, the, the business side of these things. And, um, yeah all that. And I'm realizing that they are such powerful stepping stones, sort of tools of growth for the business mm. promotionally, just good energy. And mm. I don't know, it's, it's going to be, it's, it'll be interesting. I feel like each one of these little projects, I can't like give you specifics, <laughs> you know, what fun would that be? Um, but, but each one sort of leads to something new and it's so cool. You just don't know where, where it's going to go next. Um, mm. And I guess that's the thing about me. Just never know what's coming. <laughs> but that's why we love it. Yeah. <laughs> what does she have up her sleeve? Well, we will stay tuned because I know, I know you have so many amazing things coming. Uh, gosh, Inslee, th- this has been amazing. It's always so fun to jump on a recording and see where the conversation takes us. Is there anything we didn't cover today that you'd actually like to? Um, aside from just, can I fangirl over your voice for a minute? <laughs> listening to you talk is heavenly (laughs) thank Uh, you but can i actually i do have something to add Um, please an apology is so i feel like this is um you shouldn't apologize right but i will to to everyone and to you emily because i know you have the planner and i'm very sorry there is no planner for 2022 (laughs) and it's making me sad but you know this is this is one of those I feel like I need to tell the people this because I get emails constantly. Like, tell, us, tell us. And, you know, these are the hard decisions when you're a business owner. You, you know, yeah. I wish every single thing was motivated by creativity, but sometimes it has to be motivated by the financials. And yeah. it was, it was really expensive to produce and really hard to produce. Yeah. Um, and I, it was this tough decision to make, but it was the right one. It allowed me to focus more clearly on products that were stronger. Um, and a, a little sprinkling of good news is just stay tuned for 2023. <laughs> okay. It might come back. So. Oh, the, yes. Um, the, the pe- I had to take a little break, but we're, we're going to figure out a way forward. There um, you go. So, you know what? Die hard planner fans. You're yeah. going to be okay. What? <laughs> okay. So that is so funny because I literally told my husband, I was like, I'm not going to ask her about the planners, but no, everyone's like, like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I don't know, but I hope we're going to, I think we're going to make it. <laughs> You're like, uh, 2022 will be a hard year for you guys. Everyone's going to be all over the place. But you know what, you guys listen up. And for those of you who bombard Inslee in the, her DMs or in her email, I love that you <laughs> just said, listen up, you guys. I'm sorry, but you have to make decisions. And you know what? Everyone, we love Inslee and we 
respect her decision, but we will stay tuned. (laughs) Working through some solutions here. (laughs) Well, thank you. I love that you would take a moment to share that. So you guys do stay tuned for those partnerships. That's going to be really fun to think about. And, and and within that theme, um, and this is really fun because I've asked quite a few guests this question and you have been the answer. So you're fulfilling this, this answer for a lot of women and guests, Caroline Boykin comes to mind, um, that actually, you... I, know, I love that. We haven't even had a chance to talk about Caroline. Oh, I know. It's, yeah. oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's so fun. I, and, and so I did, I, I asked her, uh, who yeah. do you know that should come on and, and share their story? And I'll ask you the same, who, who would you maybe suggest join me? Well, I love this question. I've had some funny answers at my sleeve for you, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will keep it straight and narrow since I know we've been talking for so long. Um, I think that you should check out Neely and Chloe Birch, mm-hmm. who are the leather goods purveyors that created the agenda, the day planner that everyone we've been talking about. Um, they're sweet friends of mine. They also went to Washington and the university. Oh, wow. This, this leather brand. And we've collaborated for years. Um, and we are in the early stages of um, planning something really special for holiday 2022. So, um <sighs> They're sisters. They're not twins, but they oh. are almost twins. Oh. And they work together, and um, they're so stylish. Oh. And I think they'd be a really cool story to unpack and a really fun duo to talk to if you oh, feel yeah. so inclined. Oh, fabulous. Well, that's a wonderful suggestion, and you all will have to stay tuned for a potential episode with those sisters. Oh my goodness. Well, many of you who are listening, you guys are familiar with Inslee, or, or maybe maybe this is your first introduction. I don't know if you've been living under a rock, but but many of you are familiar with her. And- yeah, if you are, you're probably like, what are they talking about? <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. You guys need to be looking. Maybe I should begin this at the beginning. I should, yeah, I should say, hey, you guys share your Instagram handle now so everyone can know what we're talking about. But, but, but Inslee, uh, you tell us, and many of you, you guys have already looked up, you, you know where to find her, but Inslee, where can listeners connect with you? Yes. Well, my website is actually new and improved. Um, uh, it is insleeferris.com, new URL. Uh, um, so that's I-N-S-L-E-E-F-A-R-I-S-S.com. Um, and my Instagram handle is just at Inslee. Um, uh, and that's probably, that's where the most day-to-day action takes place. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, Inslee, thank you again. This has been just a, a bucket list moment for me and to have been able to share just a, even a, a sliver of your story and all that you've done. Um, it's been a treat. So thank you again for joining me. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. We hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.